What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to this week's first full episode of The Greatest Podcast on Turf. I'm Anthony. I'm Ryan. Today we are back with our Week 5 NFL Fantasy Football Stardom Sit'em episode of the week. We're going to go through some guys you should start this week in fantasy, guys you should sit this week in fantasy. Don't forget to like the video, subscribe to the channel if you guys are new here. Be on the lookout for our Best Bets episode dropping tomorrow. We're, we're, we're up on the year. Vegas kind of humbled me last <laughs> week. I was due. And then be on the lookout for our Week 5 NFL predictions dropping later this week. Without further ado, who's your starting quarterback of the week? We're back. It was, you know, it was long overdue. But he is back. We are back with him. It is Justin Fields going up against the Commanders Thursday night tonight when you are watching this. The Commanders have not been that good this season, especially on the defensive side of the ball. The past three weeks, they've allowed 30 points each and every week. Justin Fields last week against the Broncos had his, you know, breakout game. And we kind of knew this was coming. The Denver Broncos defense really can't guard anything. Nope. Um, Randy Gregory got released today. Nick Benito is now the full-time starter. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, (laughs) To to get back on track, Justin Fields looked really good last week. Is that? Yeah. 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 And his Texas week. And his Texas week. Uh... Yeah, Justin Fields did good last week against Denver. And this week against Washington, I think he's going to do pretty much the same thing. I'm not too worried about the front five that they got at, whatever, at Washington. I get it. I understand. But their defense can't guard anything. And Justin Fields is going to have success. Even if he has a bad game, it seems like he's getting 16 points, which really isn't that bad. So go ahead and fire him up this week. You know, on the contrary of this game, I had like two starting quarterbacks this week I want to talk about. On the other side of this game, Sam Howell. The Bears' defense can't guard a parked car. Pretty sure they're playing without their Jalen Johnson and two other pieces on their defense that are major. They're playing without. I don't remember the other two. And we just saw Sam Howell. Sam Howell's been okay this year. His only bad game was against Buffalo, where he Everybody scored four fantasy game points. Buffalo. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, he's averaging about 19, 20 fantasy points a game. He's throwing touchdowns, and... um. I Jahan Dotson's playing this week. He's healthy, and I just I think Washington's offense is going to be able to score a lot of points. And I know Thursday night football when it's a shitty game, when it's two shitty teams, it's going to end up being a shitty game. But I think this week will be an anomaly. I think both defenses are really bad, so I think this could very quickly turn to a shootout. And another quarterback. This one's a little more risky, but. I also wouldn't blame you if you start Matt Stafford this week. This week on by, Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert, Geno Smith are all guys that you've probably been starting every week. And if you waited for a quarterback, you might have even been starting Baker, who's also on by this week. So I wouldn't hate if you pick up Matt Stafford. I know their O-line's not very good, and I know the Eagles' D-line is probably going to feast and get a lot of pressure and sacks. But the Eagles' passing, the Eagles' pass Defense has been very, very bad so far this season, and they're very, very weak at linebacker. And I think that Sean McVay is going to be able to scheme it up and get a good game plan to where they're going to attack the middle of the field and kind of try and expose how bad the Eagles' pass defense has been. So I wouldn't hate if you started Matt Stafford or Sam Howell this week. At quarterback this week, I am sitting Dak Prescott playing against the Niners. It is really a tough matchup. And it's something that I'm kind of scared of. I think this could be a defensive game, and I don't really want much parts of the offenses uh, besides like the obvious ones like CD, IU, Christian McCaffrey. Dak Prescott this year, 
he hasn't been great. I don't think that was necessarily his fault. I think, you know, most of it has been the game script because against New England, he didn't have to do anything at no. all. Against the Jets and the Giants, he didn't have to do anything at all. Yeah, their blowout games, it's really been their defense, and the offense kind of just has to not Manage. turn the ball over. And yeah. yeah, Arizona, you know, he didn't do very good. It was just a bad game for all the Cowboys. So, in theory, I mean, you might be able to convince me that there's a world where <clears> – <throat> The Cowboys offense has to score points this game, obviously. And, you know, he can maybe get more than one touchdown, which we haven't really seen from this season. But there's also a world where these are two of the best defensive teams in football, and this is a 17-13 to football game, and it wouldn't surprise me whatsoever. I think the last time they played it was like 19-12. That's kind of what it's feeling like. So yeah. I would sit Dak Prescott, probably sit Brock Purdy, not that you're starting him, but... Somebody in one of the leagues were in a starting him this week. I mean, he's been fine. He's like yeah. an 18-point-a-week guy, but tough matchup. Yeah, and um, this next quarterback, it's tough to sit him because you probably drafted him in the fifth, sixth round. He Should had have. MVP aspirations. <laughs> and honestly, it really just hasn't worked. I mean, he's been okay in fantasy, 18. He sucked against the Chiefs. 15 and 16 in the other games. But that is Trevor Lawrence of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Now, this one hurt me because you guys know how how high I am on the Jags. Now, I don't blame you if you start Trevor. I have Trevor in two leagues, and I'm starting him in both. But it's just it's a bad matchup. Buffalo's defense has been playing out of their mind. So is their – Buffalo as a whole has played out of their mind. They're starting to assert their dominance again, that they're the best team in that division, and that they're one of the best teams in the conference. Now, I do see a world where Trevor goes off this game. They The Bills did just lose their best corner in Tredavious White for the year with an Achilles injury, I'm pretty sure. It's very unfortunate. But I just don't think it's a good matchup because I think if Buffalo comes out and they do what they've been doing and they score a lot of points, I just don't know if Buffalo's defense is going to allow them to... Um, to throw the ball around the yard and to really just get going on offense. Now, I will, I'll will i talk about this game more in a minute in another aspect of it. But, again, definitely a daily fantasy sit. But, again, I would sit Trevor Lawrence, but at the same time, I wouldn't blame you if you don't, if that makes sense. Fair enough. Uh, next up... Starting Brees Hall this week, jumping to the running back side, starting Brees Hall this week against Denver. Denver's defense has been really, really bad. They suck. It's not, I'm not, not saying anything at like all. Like historically bad. Historically bad. Uh, let me just see. what. I know they allowed Brian Robinson to absolutely destroy him week two, I believe. I think Khalil Herbert just bought out against them this week. Hold on, I'll tell you. I'm almost positive Khalil Herbert bought out against them. Khalil week. Herbert had... 18 rushes for 103 yards with a receiving touchdown and 20 yards receiving. Who else? Yeah. Uh, the, the Dolphins. Oh, yeah. We don't have to say anything there. They no. both did. So, Brees Hall did this week. I know he hasn't done too good so far this season, but Robert Sala mentioned something today that there is no more snap count for Brees Hall. Mm-hmm. Huh? And I think that they're seeing and realizing that Dalvin Cook isn't what he used to be. So... <laughs> I'm holding on to him, dog. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, good luck. But I think the Jets, this is like a kind of a must-win game for the Jets after kind of the, the heart-wrenching loss against Kansas yeah. City. And I think that they do it against Denver. 
I think that this offense looks good, and Brees Hall is going to have himself a day. Yeah, my first starting running back of the week is Brian Robinson Jr. Going up against the Bears. Ah. <laughs> Brian Robinson has been the bell cow back for Washington so far. He's seeing around 10, 15 touches a game at least. He's seen games with 19 and 18 runs as well. He's been minimally involved in the passing game. He's caught about six passes. But Chicago's bad. There is a world where Washington goes in there and blows them out and just runs the ball. But at the same time, there's also a world where Washington comes in and just tries to pound the ball down their throat. Brian Robinson's been very good this year. He's been making the most of his carries. Yes, he had a bad game against Philly. But he scored a touchdown to save it. His worst game was against Buffalo, where he still averaged seven yards a carry. So Washington's shown that they're confident in Brian Robinson and that he is the RB1. And Antonio Gibson's really been non-existent. He's getting three carries a game with a couple targets, and he's been demoted to the kick returner role. So that shows you all you need to know. Start Brian Robinson this week against Chicago. They have the second-worst run defense in the NFL behind Denver. So start Brian Robinson if you have him. I know it was rough last week in the past two weeks, but they played against Philly and Buffalo, who are very good on the defensive line aspect. Start him this week. Next, I've got a pair of running backs, uh, Raheem Mostert and Devon Achan. The reason being, I know Mostert didn't do that good last week. He wasn't. He just didn't play good against Buffalo, and he fumbled. And then they mostly gave the ball to HM. But I, th- I don't think that the Dolphins are going to just get rid of Mostert. Essentially, no. I think that they're going to work them both into it, especially with a game script like this, where they're eleven point favorites. This game, I think, is going to get ugly quick, and I think both of these guys have success this week against the Giants too. They're just not. They can't stop a parked car. They're just not good. No, just literally not good. So, probably start up all your dolphins this week. You also, real quick, I want to throw it out there: the Lions. Before I get into my final starter running back, the Lions running backs as well have a good matchup against Carolina. Carolina has not been very good defending the run, and Detroit has made it a focal point to use the run game. I think Jameer Gibbs will be more involved this week. Um. My final start, I'm running back. I know I just kind of shit on the Jags, but I think you should start Travis Etienne. Travis Etienne has seen over 20 touches in three of the four games this year, and the game he didn't, he had 15 touches. He's been involved in the run game. He's been involved in the passing game. The Bills kind of got, I don't want to say gashed, but Miami, Devon A. Chain had a very good game against him last week. He did pretty good. No, Mostert didn't do much. But I think ETN, he's got the third highest target share on the team behind Evan Ingram. And, or He's got the fourth highest target share on the team. The Bills are very good against tight end, so that should neutralize Evan Ingram. One of the receivers is going to pop off. It's going to be Calvin Ridley. And ETN has been all-reliable this season. He is getting in the, He's getting it done in the passing game. He's seeing 18, 19, and 20 carries in three of the last four games. It's inevitable for ETN to come out here and get the ball. And that's all you can kind of ask for in a game is volume, especially from a running back who can get it done in the run game and the pass game. They're confident in him. There was talks that Tank Bigsby was going to take over. ETN said F that. Buffalo has been iffy against the run this year. They've done good, but at the same time, they've also gotten gashed. So start Travis ETN this week. Don't let the Buffalo matchup like scare you off all that much. 
Jumping to the Sidham side, first guy I'd like to mention is Ramon J. Stevenson going up against New Orleans. He hasn't looked all that this year. No. Um, well, I, I think it's part of the Patriots just kind of sucking and teams kind of stacking the box because they want Mac Jones to throw the ball. Patriots are really bad. Uh, I think Ramon J.'s kind of been nursing an injury a little bit. And going up against a New Orleans defense, it just screams recipe for disaster. This game screams under. It just doesn't sound good at all. And I just don't see how Ramondre can have that much success. His snap counts have been going down pretty much each week. I'd like Ramondre for like season long, I would say. Because there is decent matchups, especially at the end of the year. You got the Kansas City, Denver. Weeks 15 and 16, yeah. Buffalo week 17. Chargers and Pittsburgh right before that. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Giants, yeah. Indy, Washington. I mean, it's it's not too bad, but this is probably your last week where it's like sit him and then you hope that he picks it back up the week after against Vegas. Which yeah, go buy low on Ramondre. Yeah, and you can probably get him pretty low. Probably wait until, wait until this New Orleans game, and then you can probably get him pretty cheap. Yeah. Uh, my first sit I'm running back this week, Miles Sanders. Been trying to trade that guy every day. Who, me? Miles Sanders. I've been trying to trade him, or you? I. Hmm. Yeah, hey, I mean, Miles Sanders, he's been nursing a groin injury through the past two weeks. We saw it last week. Chuba Hubbard saw a lot of carries. Miles Sanders only saw 13 for 19. Wasn't really involved in the passing game either. And the injury is carried into this week. He was, he's been limited at practice the past two days. The Lions posed, posed a tough matchup for them. They've been pretty solid in defending the run. And I think, honestly, it's a bad game script. The Lions have scored a lot of points. I know their defense has been iffy at times. But we just saw them shut down Aaron Jones, who's coming off the injury. Miles Sanders is nursing an injury. And we saw Chuba Hubbard kind of take over a good portion of the carries and the touches last week in the run in the pass game. It's not a good matchup this week. I have Miles Sanders in fantasy, and I'm sitting him. So do what you want with that information. Trust me or not, sit him. Next sit him running back I'd like to mention is Alexander Madison going up against the Chiefs. Uh, Alexander Madison last week, he looked decent. 17 carries for 95 yards, 5.6 yards a carry. Highest of his career, I'm sure. But against the Chiefs, I don't really see a similar situation. I kind of knew, figured that Alexander Madison would pop off when Cam Akers got there, when his competition got there, and he's going to try to show off. But Cam Akers also did good. He had like eight carries for 40 or 50 50. yards. I think it was 51. Um, And against Kansas City, I just don't like the matchup. Nick Bolton's back, so that's going to improve the defense a shit ton. Chris Jones, Nick Bolton, the revamped defensive line, and the spread is four. I don't see it. I don't know how it can be that. No, I was thinking about no, taking the Chiefs, too, on my bet this week. And I, this could be ugly. And if it is, the only Viking you want is Jay Jettis. Yeah, and literally. Kirk. <laughs> You're also sitting Najee Harris this week. Najee Harris, I know if you look back, if you're an analytics guy, Najee Harris had his best career game against the Ravens last time they played, January 1st, 23, but the Ravens were completely banged up. The Ravens were hurt very bad. I know Najee's coming off of his first 100-yard game of the season. The, I don't buy it. Jalen Warren out-carried him, out-touched him, period. Majority of Najee's fantasy points came from a 32-yard screen pass, and Jalen Warren... 
seemed to be the guy who they were leaning more towards, but he'd fumbled. The fumble was he was ruled down by contact, but still you know how it goes for running backs. If they fumble and they have a two system, he ain't staying in the game no matter what. So they kind of went with Najee, 14 carries for 71 yards. It's not going to translate this week to Baltimore. Baltimore is only getting healthier. Baltimore has the is one of the I think they're top ten against the run this year. They've shut down the run. They haven't allowed a rushing touchdown at all this year. And that's kind of what you got to bank on for Najee, him to get a touchdown or him to get involved in the passing game, which is where they've really relied on Jalen Warren is in the passing game. I think it's a bad matchup for Najee. He historically does not do good against Baltimore. And Jalen Warren is becoming more and more of a 50-50 split with Najee Harris. It's becoming more of a committee. So sit Najee this week. Jumping to the start on receiver side, First guy I'd like to mention is DJ Moore against Washington. DJ Moore this season hasn't looked the best. He's progressively gotten better, and last week he popped off for Cole Komet against Denver. Granted, that could be Denver just not being good, but at the same time, they're playing Washington this week, who, once again, isn't very good. Uh, going up against Washington, they've allowed 30-point games three of the last four. I They can't guard anything. And this game could be ugly, but I think it's going to be ugly defense-wise. Yeah. Because I think there's more stars on the offensive side on both teams. They're not good either anyway. <laughs> but I think the stars on Washington are probably the receiving core. Uh, the D-line's good. But the yeah. stars on Chicago is definitely Jay Fields, DJ Moore, and Cole Komet. <laughs> <laughs> and I think DJ Moore, if you like are in a daily fantasy, granted – it's hard to do daily fantasy when you play Thursday, but if you can pull off the stack of DJ Moore and Justin Fields, I think it would be a good week this week. Yeah. For my first starting receiver, I said start Zay Flowers. I know last week he only had four targets, 50 yards. It was the Mark Andrews show last week. You know the Steelers are going to play in for Mark Andrews. You know Minka's going to be playing up top. Whatever side Mark Andrews is on, they're going to try and neutralize that. They're getting Odell and Rashad Bateman back, which is – could be bad for Zay Flowers. I don't buy it. We saw when they were fully healthy the first week or two, Zay Flowers was the alpha. He's been the alpha. Playing against the Steelers defense, that has been really, really bad against the pass this week. So I think Zay Flowers is going to be in for a big day. I think he's going to come out, and I think the Ravens are going to want to send a message to prove that they're the top dogs in this division. I think Zay Flowers is going to have a good day against the Steelers Sunday afternoon. So start Zay Flowers this week. I know it's tough. Because it's a Flowers and it's not the biggest name and you might not trust Lamar. Da, 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 da. But I think you start him this week. I'm starting him this week over the likes of T. Higgins. I know he's injured. Jamison Williams. And even Calvin Ridley. So start Zay Flowers this week. My next wide receiver start this week is Christian Watson going up against Vegas. I can't really pull up any numbers for Christian Watson this year because he hasn't done anything. He's been having the hammy issue last week. 25 yards and a touchdown, nothing really crazy. Nope. Only played 46% of the snaps, which is going to increase. They played Thursday night. Yeah. So he's got extra time to get back right. Uh, everybody, when they come back for their first game, they're not good. It's just math. Historically. Historic. Um, you really don't want to play people when they're back week one. Mm-mm. Unless their name's like Christian McCaffrey, it just don't make sense. Yeah. Uh, I think Debo was hurt week two, came back week three, did literally nothing. It's just what guys do, and there's nothing wrong with it. They're on a snap count. Aaron Jones just did it, and Aaron Jones is going to bounce back in no time. But Christian Watson, I, I 
think they're high on him, and I am pretty high on him too. Going up against a Vegas team that isn't very good. We're going to see that snap percent rise up to 80, 90. Uh, he practiced Tuesday. So if he practices Tuesday, practices Wednesday, I think we can start to assume that he's fine. And if he is fine, roll him out against Vegas. They have a bye next week, so it's a little bit tricky because maybe they'll you know limit him again and then give him the bye week. But I think he's fine. I think you can roll him out. Yes. And I know you just said don't start a guy coming back. But nice. You're obviously starting this guy because you have to, because he was probably a top five pick. I think I say start the Rams receivers this week. I'll leave it a little broad. If you have Cooper Cup, you probably have to start him because yeah. you took him in the within the first three four picks. It sound he was not limited at practice. He's not been limited at practice all week. He's been full go. Sounds like he's good to go on Sunday unless hopefully not. But if he has a setback at practice this week, start Cooper Cup, obviously. Um, Even then, he could be on a limited snap count. So be mindful. But you're also starting Puka. And even that, I think that you may even be able to get away with starting a 2-2 Atwell this week. I know it's risky. He would be the receiver three behind Cooper Cup and Puka. So it's tough. Think of how you want. If you have Cup, you gotta start him. If you got Puka, you gotta start him. And I think you could also start Tutu Atwell this week. I'm starting him in a league, so I think to start the Rams receivers this week. I know it's Philly. I didn't even get into that yet, but again, I've said I said it on Best Bets, and I said it earlier. I think that the Rams and Sean McVay are gonna dial it up, so they're gonna attack, attack, attack the middle of the field where the Eagles are weak. They're weak at safety. They're weak at linebacker, and their corners have looked like they've regressed a lot from last season and even where everyone thought they were going to be this season. Start the Rams receivers this week. I feel like I could see 2-2 running down the middle for an 80-yard touchdown. Soft like a surprised. post or like a deep slant. Yeah, it just wouldn't surprise me. Um, Stafford throws out a sack. 2-2 out just stand there after he burnt Terrell Edmonds. Stafford stiff arms Jordan Davis and throws a Dude, Jordan Davis is, just takes up space. He's not that good. Uh Jumping to the sit side on receivers. First guy I'd like to mention, a little bit obvious probably, George Pickens. We both kicked the dog with the sit pass catchers this week. We both Sometimes it's just like there's nothing you can do. Yeah. Uh, Kenny Pickett with a banged up knee playing against Baltimore. Come I, on. I, yeah. It's a little obvious. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. But sit George Pickens this week. You're also sitting Drake London. He's been good the past couple weeks, I think. I get it. And he's been okay. He's been about 10-11. Okay, he's had two good weeks. Yeah. <laughs> when he had touchdowns. Yeah. Nice. So, he's gone under 30 receiving yards, three out of the... Under 35 receiving yards, I think it was, three out of the last four... Three out of the four games this year. And the Texans have been very good against receivers. We saw him kind of neutralize the Jags receivers. I know Calvin Ridley got... Or, nah, I mean, I know Christian Kirk had one later in the game to kind of boost it up. But, again, the Texans have been good against the pass, and I think they're going to try and make Desmond Ritter throw the ball this week, which is not going to end well, and we've seen it not end well. Sit Drake London this week. Next sit and receiver. Uh, this one's not really. I wouldn't say this is kicking the ball. No, this guy's been a stud this year, and I understand if you have to start him because he just scored 32 points in a half PPR league. It's Nico Collins playing up against Atlanta. Um, 
obviously everything depends on your receiver receiving core and your flex and your other options however i'll just say daily fantasy wise nico Collins would not be on any of my teams playing against elena i don't love the matchup he's going to get aj terrell this week pretty solid corner playing against an atlanta team that's defense has been pretty good and the way they play offense they're going to hold the ball for a long time so if that running game is going the Texans just aren't going to be able to see the field that much and it's going to be a 20 to 17 game and God knows who wins Houston but, plus two <laughs> over unders price in at 41 it's 41 and a half <laughs> I have it written down <laughs> nice uh, so this game just doesn't scream a lot of fantasy points to me no if I'm starting a Texan it's Nico Collins if I'm if I'm starting to text, it's Nico Collins. So I understand if you do start him. Daily fantasy-wise, I wouldn't have him on a team, though. Nico Collins has already surpassed his career amount of touchdowns through four games a season, to put it in perspective. What a guy. But the ultimate kick of the dog. At tight end, this, listen, I'm only saying this because he had a good game. He went seven catches off seven targets for 77 yards somehow against like a solid say, defense against tight just, like, just say... My sit tight end is, and then just end the video. I'll put it like this. He had a good week, and you picked him up because he had a good week, and you shouldn't start him this week because the 49ers are notoriously good against tight ends. It's Jake Ferguson. Comment below any guy, any comments, concerns, cre- questions, criticisms you guys have. Be on the lookout for our best bets tomorrow. Go win some money this weekend, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. See you. Peace.